Hey, everybody. Uh, we're live here. This is the first time uh, we're doing a Things of Gold live podcast. Uh, very excited to be here today. How are you doing, Megan? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here with you, Ryan, and talk about this album. This is going to be a lot of fun, of course, uh, for anybody who's not sure what they clicked on based on the thumbnail or uh, if you're listening or you're stumbling <laughs> in. Uh, we are doing a full listen of Snarky Puppy's album, Culture Vulture. Uh, their 2016 release won a Grammy uh, and everything. Uh, basically, we are four episodes into our 12-episode first season uh, of this podcast chronicling Snarky Puppies Live Sound. And our first four episodes uh, were uh, fall 2015, you know, that kind of last days of the We Like It Here era, very improvisational, whatever. And at the end of that, a week after uh episode four show which actually just came out today uh so go check that out after this of course uh the band went into the studio they recorded their first proper studio album in eight years um you know all the ones in between had been the live in studio format that they have uh become so well known for um but of course this is what it would be. Culture Vulture, a very, very interesting album. New sound for the band, going in new directions and would go in new directions live. So we will see that unfold over the next four episodes in the series. Uh, so those are coming up. But of course, since Megan, since you have not heard this album before. No. Figured this would be a really fun idea. Do get some people involved. Uh, come and share their thoughts on the album as well. Um, so this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Can I tell you something, Ryan? Absolutely, you can. Um, I really like to say culture vulture. It's a fun thing to say. I don't know exactly culture, what it means vulture. or what yeah, some what of the words it? mean, but I, I, don't, I don't know. We don't I, know. If you we Google culture vulture, means? if you Google culture vulture, the only thing that comes up is this album. So <laughs> it's singular, I guess. Yeah. But well, it's I mean, really it, it's, fun to say. Yeah, it could be something in passing. Like, you know, the song Lingus is named after the, the airline Air Lingus. Uh, because Michael wrote the song while he was on an Aer Lingus flight. I like, didn't so know that. Yeah, so there's, so there's stuff like that. Um, Culture yeah. Vulture. I'm curious. Culture well, Vulture. next time I get to meet Michael, because I did get to meet him very briefly at the Beacon Show, next time I'm going to ask him what Culture Vulture means. That's a, that's a fantastic idea. I did just realize yeah. this is our first uh, bit of content that we're putting out uh, that is recorded after you've seen Snarky Puppy Live. So that's pretty cool. I know. Should I talk about it now, or should we save it for episode five? Uh, let's let's save it for episode let's five. Save let's it. save, let's okay. save it for the okay. pod. Uh, but that's like coming that. up. Yeah, um, I can't so, wait to talk about that. It was amazing. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. So the cool thing about Culture Vulture, first of all, it was the Snarky Puppy's third Grammy win, uh, but their first one that was just them. So they won a Grammy uh, mm. in 2013 for their performance of something uh, with. Lala Hathaway. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and I'm sorry if I'm not. Um, and their second Grammy was won uh, in 2015, I believe, uh, where for their album Silva with the Metropole Orchestra. Um, so this is their first Grammy win uh, that's just Snarky Puppy. And of course, uh, they have won two more times since, uh, which is pretty cool for Live at the Royal Albert Hall and most recently Empire Central. So that bit of housekeeping out of the way. There is a crazy band lineup, uh, you know, for this for this album. There's 20 people credited 
uh, is playing on this on this record. You know, this is the last time uh, that Sput and Corey Henry were on a Snarky Puppy release. Uh, we see people like Zach Brock and Bobby Sparks, who had been on older albums uh, like Bring Us the Bright and Tell Your Friends, um, and then, you know, kind of left the band for a few years. Um, you know, they're coming back for this album. Um, and so 20 people. That's, that's a lot. Amazing. That's, that's a lot a of people. A lot of musicians. Yeah. That's a lot of musicians. Yeah. And interesting. A machine, yes. And interesting how they handle their first album where they're bringing multiple drummers into the studio. You know, all the previous ones had either only Sput or in uh, the case of We Like It Here, um, only Larnell. Um, we have uh, Larnell, JT, and Sput on this album, two of them on each song um, playing wow. at once. And so they kind of refine that going into Immigrants and Empire Central. Uh, but we will talk about that in four episodes when we do an Immigrants live reaction. Oh, we're doing that? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> okay, I guess we will. No, it's gonna I'm be excited. Fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is how Ryan tells me we're going to do things. He just like, it's just pops like live. live. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, this what is what doing. we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we're going to bring uh, our first song on here. Um, which is Tarova. Um, I included mm. some nice little statistics uh, on this graphic here. Of course, we're just going to run through before we dive into the song. Um, this is one of the most commonly played songs on the album. It was debuted on 12-31-15. Fun fact, Megan, that is one of the couple of times that Snarky Puppy has played late night shows around the Fish New Year's run in New York. Um, no way. And they were scheduled oh, wow. to do one on January 1st, 2022, before that run got postponed. Um, so <gasps> I really hope that this you happens think again. maybe? That like, would be so fun. It would be really cool. But so this was yeah. this was debuted uh, at that show. It has been played 149 times, and most recently at my first show uh, in Buffalo uh, last month, April 6th, 2023. Um, of course, all of this data that I'm spouting might not be totally accurate. I'm getting it from setlist.fm, which is the most accurate place to get this kind of information. Uh, and so obviously there are a few things here and they're missing. So these numbers might not be totally accurate, but it gives a picture. Yeah. Good disclaimer. I think that's yes. important. Yes. And we can see uh, the band lineup for this song. So interesting also as well. Um, you know, everyone is kind of all over the place. Like there are some songs with 15 people, some songs with only like eight or nine. What's interesting is that Sean Martin and Chris McQueen, uh, both credited on the album. Uh, McQueen is only credited on one song on the album. And Sean is not credited on anything, uh, except for bonus track, uh, Hefe, which is a, a great Mark Letiri tune. So interesting to look at, but so why do you think that is? I'm sure that's just the way the studio tracks, um, you know, worked out. They, you're getting a mm -hmm. lot of a lot of people in a studio, and I'm sure they were very involved in the process. Um, but you know, some things, some parts are going to end up getting cut uh, with yeah. that many. So, you know, they definitely contribute to them live. I'll tell you that. So, without further ado, let's listen to our our first song here. Let's do let's it. Dive in. Here's Tarova. Great groove in this one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. 
that's cool. Yeah. Expecting that. Yeah, right? Initial thoughts on the song. Okay. So like you were saying, really, really textured and layered. Like it's interesting. I haven't listened to as much studio snarky puppy. You know, most mm -hmm. of the stuff I'm listening to is live. And yeah, there's just like a crispness and a cleanness to this. That's really cool. Super playful. There's almost like a Broadway vibe in the middle of it that I really liked that when they're kind of like swelling and building in this kind of like really like, I don't know, almost like really playful way. And and I love the kind of monster sound at the ending. That's yeah. really fun. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I I also, you know, I, I've listened to some of the stuff on this album like once or twice before. Like I'm not super familiar with the the studio versions of these songs. Like I've heard them mm -hmm. live a ton of times. Um, so this is also kind of a, a, a reaction for me in a different way where I know the songs, but I don't really know how they're going to sound as well on this. So I, I really like that, that mini Moog solo from Bobby here, yeah. um, you know, 
kind of sounds like he's got some sort of a wah on it at one point. Um, you know, we'll hear a lot of whammy clav work from him uh, that'll kind of utilize that kind of sound uh, as we move later into the band's uh, live career. But that, that was, you know, it's amazing hearing uh, how this works out and the benefit that they get of being able to overdub stuff versus just mm. performing live in a room and picking the best takes. So that's also the difference between hearing some of their other, the older studio stuff uh, versus this. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's fun to hear how different they sound in the studio. They sound yeah. really different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also interesting to note about this song, it was played like that. Um, and then in late 2018, um, Michael came up with a completely different arrangement to the song um, with like a different intro. That's like a, that goes like a back and forth between talk box and organ. Um, so the, there's a lot more talk box in the new arrangement, um, different breakdown. Like it's, it's a whole nother thing. So we'll hear that as we get later on, um, which is really cool as well. That's fun. Yes. So let's move on to our second okay, I song. Like that one. What's the next one? I'm excited. This is called Cementi, uh, I believe is mm-hmm. the proper pronunciation. Uh, we are getting into the very world music uh, era of Michael League, um, which kind of starts with this album, a lot of it on immigrants as well. Um, so excited to hear what you think of this. It's a very different vibe um, from We Like It Here and the, you know some of the more previous albums um, that we've heard from them. This one's very horn-based, also one of the most common tunes from this album, uh, debuted March 9th, 2016, played 129 times, most recently on April 2nd, 2023. Hmm. So without further ado, let's jump into Samenchi. Yeah. It's kind of like a Tio Macaco ish. Yeah.
violin. Yeah. What was that, Zach Brock? Oh, God, he's so good. Cool, you can hear Michael's Mellotron doubling all the flute parts. has a really cool sound to it here. Yeah, it's nice. It's kind of muted. Yeah, it does sound like far away almost. Something. Jay, Jay Jennings. Yeah, we got it. Oh, I see it now.
bass making that sound? Oh, in the background? Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome ending. Oh, I like the ending to that. It sounds like there's like birds flocking everywhere and then there's yeah. like some like ominous thing happening underneath. It's like very it's kind of trippy. I like that. What's really cool is that when I I you know when I was copying to make these graphics and I was copying, you know, who played what from the liner notes, it was interesting to look at that um Michael was the only guitar on this song. He played a nylon acoustic guitar. Oh, so wow. no Mark, no Chris, no Bob. Um, just Michael and but the coolest thing listening back is how you can hear like you know th there's like Michael electric bass nylon string guitar and mellotron it's like okay is he just playing three instruments to add like layers and you're maybe not gonna be able to hear them but you can hear him playing the guitar and the mellotron mm -hmm. doubling the flute part for the whole song sounded so cool because I was listening at the beginning I was like you know no one's credited as this credited as like a synth part but it sounds like there's something synthetic playing along with the flute like yeah. i wonder what that is and then i was like oh that's the mellotron that's awesome what is a mellotron so a mellotron is like um it's like synth strings basically it's at the beginning of strawberry fields forever think of that yeah. like so that, that's a mellotron um oh, and so, so it kind of cool. has that sound it, it used to be like a giant thing with like a tape recorded like string part in it now obviously it's digital um but that's that's the sound of it. Um, thank you, Tom, for the so cool. thing. It gives me such big orchestra infused with jazzy contemporary Latin music vibes. I dig it. So do I. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I. You know, I was really curious about Michael's influences for this record because they sound. It sounds so much different than yeah. the stuff he's they've been playing before. Like it's so much less funky. It's so much more yeah, Latiny, jazzy, orchestra, and it's just so different. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I, I really like the clapping percussion. There's just like this like kind of like clapping sound that's like it's almost like it's not like a deep sound. It's like a more of like a surface sound that mm -hmm. adds this like kind of like intensity to it. And then there's that like cool percussion breakdown and that mellow section what that we were commenting on sounds like there's like a train coming through. It's just like mm. really like kind of desolate and I don't know. I really liked it. What is yeah. a trap set? A trap set? I think it's just like a yeah. small drum set. Like a small one? I think so. A trap set. Uh, it's it's just a different kind of drum set. Um, yeah. Kind of more of a, more of a percussion thing. Um, yeah. It's, it's really cool seeing the world music side of this uh, for a lot of this album. Of course, there is one coming up in a couple of tracks. It's that very classic snarky puppy funkiness that you're going to very much love. Okay. But let's move okay. on. To number three here, we've got um, our first non-Michael League tune. We've got Gemini, written by Justin Stanton. Mm, of I'm a Gemini. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. You're going to like this song then. Yeah, also interesting to note is how much, how many less people are on this song. Very minimalist sound to this one. Um, much smaller roster. Um, guitar, the guitar player's back. Uh, but this one has been oh, played yeah. 84 times live by the band, debuted May 19th, 2016. And most recently played at last year's Ground Up Festival, 5722. So it's been missing for a little while. Yeah. So let's let's dive into Gemini. That's cool. Yeah. 
almost the closest thing a snarky puppy song has to vocals. Yeah, it almost sounds like it. it, it I mean, is, it is right? vocals, is it, but like no Maz? actual words. Maz, yeah. Bass clarinet. <laughs> That's cool.
can't sleep on these endings. They really are good. Yeah. You also can never sleep on a Justin Stanton song. Because no, I think that's my favorite. They're all bangers. Yeah. I think that's my favorite we've heard so far. Yeah. Wait until you hear like, this one. Ugh. Wait until you hear this one live. Like that that middle section with all the weird yeah. sound effects. Like they'll they'll stretch that out for a few minutes and get weird with it. Um and then the that. ending part has a solo um in the live versions. Like kind of when they get into that uplifting mm-hmm. uh zone, it get it can get uh really, really cool. Yeah, the rhythm section, the drum beat and the bass of that is just so good. It's just mm-hmm. like this kind of consistent, just like kind of driving along and there's such like a melancholy like ethereal vibe to it it's it's a vibey song that is i like that one a lot it's good i yeah yeah i'm I'm a big fan of this one uh justin stanton delivers again as always um well we're gonna move on now to um one that is definitely more of a classic uh snarky puppy vibe uh grown folks here of course got a much bigger lineup on this one i think i had to shrink the font size a little bit to fit it all on, on one page um but we've got um two sax solos on this uh we've got a chris bullock affected sax solo and a bob reynolds clean solo um so i know i know you're excited about that anyone curious uh to hear more about megan joining the bob reynolds fan club uh you guys should listen to episode four uh, that came oh out today. Oh my god, I am it, so into Bob Reynolds. Yeah, it's basically just a it's basically just a forty five minute episode where we fangirl over <laughs> Bob and Spud. Um, but anyway, oh my god, Bob grown is so folks amazing. debuted uh, on Jam Cruise actually on one nine sixteen. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and played one hundred and forty one times, but has not been played since February fourth, twenty twenty three uh, at ground up festival there was a long gap when empire central came out there's a there was a long gap with no culture vulture songs um, mm. from like the middle of last july until february there were none played um, wow. which was weird because they were in very heavy rotation before but without further ado let's get into grown folks let's do it Sounds so different in the studio. I know, right?
They're so good at those jobs. That's Bob. <laughs> yeah. Cleanest tone. It's yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I love I love the swing of this group. Buzz and it sounds like an octave pedal on there.
Okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect the organ in there. Okay, Sean's not credited, but that's talk about. It has to crazy? be, right? No, it has to be. That, I want my Sean Martin credit on this song. Yeah, I, that's that, that has to be him, right? Like, it has I, that to doesn't be. sound like piccolo bass, which is credited as the third solo. No, I think you need to bring this up. Yeah, we need, to, we need to contact up. some people about this. We've, we've <laughs> this found is nonsense. <laughs> uh, but man, I I love this song. This song is awesome. Yeah, it's so fun. It's just like super jazzy and that. Just a position between that like clean Bob Reynolds solo and then the like really fuzzy, crunchy Bullock solo is just like, oh, it's so nice how they like kind of play against each other. Yeah. It's really, really good. It gets in such a good groove too. By the end, it's just like like swinging, just like yeah. party music. Wait just, until oh, you hear some live versions. We've got a bonus episode, oh, uh, a bonus so track fun. of this song from episode six that, I mean, oh. There, there's some really, really cool versions of this song. I'll, I'll say that, um, and I'm very excited for you to hear them. Um, I'm but yeah, excited this, for them too. This one is probably no, it's, that's a lie. It's not my favorite song on the album. This is probably my second favorite song <laughs> on the album. It was my favorite song for a while until I heard a different song, which is the last song that we're gonna listen Ooh, to. Ooh, okay. But that one became. My you know favorite. what's really funny though is when I listen to this Ryan now because I've watched a lot of videos of them. Mm-hmm. I can see Michael League like how he like dances while he plays like, yeah picture that in my head <laughs> while i'm listening i could just like imagine him like like just like bending over at the waist like yeah it's great there's one i'll yeah. send you after uh of, of this song that uh he has some he's some pretty great facial expressions during i'll say that <laughs> yeah that's yeah. awesome <laughs> all right next up we've got beatbox here again another very small lineup and a song with no solo um oh. so interesting to interesting to note that's different yes it is it's quite different um but this Ooh. one more more mellow kind of vibe here um i'm curious i don't know if i've ever actually heard the studio version of this one this is of course a chris bullock composition a uh, rare one from him 
uh, debuted May 10th, 2016, played 72 times, but not since April 30th, 2022. So kind of fallen out of rotation a little bit. But this one uh, is it was tapped as a, a show opener uh, for a lot of its plays. I think a nice way, similar to Kite, kind of ease in. Mm, uh, I like that. Let's do it. Also to note that Bullock is credited on key on this song. textures here. Yeah. It's really hypnotic.
definitely some weird textures happening. Yeah, I like it. It has like a trip hop feeling to it almost like. <laughs> That's cool. That is cool. It's really squishy at the end there. It's really like electronic. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Um, yeah, I love that profit patch uh, that Justin uses at yeah. that part. Really cool. Sounds really cool. You know, all these songs are so different from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, really wide range of sound. Yeah. In this album. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great tune. Um, Moz usually ends up taking a solo on that one, uh, on that, that kind of back mm. half, um, on that, over that, if you will. Um, but yeah, I love cool that one. Live. I'm curious yeah. in the liner notes, you know, on every other track there, Michael's very detailed about what percussion instruments they all play, but this one yeah. is just credited as percussion. Interesting. I wonder why. I yeah. wonder why. Well, our next track, again, that dog is not part of the album, uh, as much as it would kind of fit in certain parts of it. Um, next up, we have Go Here. You have heard this one before. Um, this was one of the few songs they debuted on the fall 2015 tour um, before they recorded the album. So we heard this in episode three. Um, so it's pretty similar to the studio version, of course, as noted on the thing. It was debuted 10-23-15 on that European tour, played 121 times, last played at Ground Up Fest in 2022 on May 8th. So it's been a minute. For Go, a song that has been played a lot. Um, and this is the first year that it has not been in regular rotation. So hope it comes back soon because I love this song. But let's get into it. Let's hear it. I love this bass line. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that on the show yeah. we listened to. He said that, Michael said Doesn't that. Doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> yeah, new shit. <laughs> synth strings because no one's credited on Mellotron in this one. There's so much going on but it's working really well. <laughs> yeah. Really feels like orchestral level horns on this.
It is. What, what a fantastic idea. get as much fun as we like it here.
Ooh. A little bit of church from Corey at the end there. That was cool. You're muted. I'm muted this whole time, so I've been worrying about my dog. Yeah, that is so cool. The organ at the end there, it's just like beautiful. <laughs> So pretty. The drums, that song is so sick. yeah, I, I can't get enough of that 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 Justin Stanton ending synth solo there. It was just like just so beautiful and soaring. Jake Funkmayer, great point. That's like they took the orchestral learnings from Silva um, and applied them to a studio album. Absolutely. Um, this is a full, like, it, this is the big band orchestra sound really coming to life in their music, um, in this song especially. Um, Yeah, so. it feels like at the end they're playing like they're just one big organism in the way that an orchestra is. It's really cool. And the voices that we were kind of talking about hearing, Yeah. like almost feel like you're overhearing or listening in on like a jam session. You know, it gives this kind of intimacy that I think is super, super cool. Really And cool. one thing I was thinking about, too, is that one thing I noticed when they played live and and you can hear this, too, is this whole band is able to just turn on a dime Mm hmm. instantly. They can just start a totally new section. Like full steam ahead. So Mm cool. hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, our next tune, very rarely played one. I don't know if I've ever actually listened to this song. Um, the Simple Life by Bob Lanzetti. It has only been played live twice. Wow. Twice. 5, 10, 16. And one one seventeen, which was another um, like part of a fish run. Uh, I think they did a couple of nights in New York, uh, two Oh, wow. years in a row. So they should do that again. Hi, Snarky If they do Puppy, that again, if you're listening. we'd be so busy. That'd Oh, be we so we'd be fun. we'd be there. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be we we'd would be be there. so there. We could like live podcast or something. I mean, I feel like going from fish to a late night Snarky Puppy concert would be like. I feel like we'd be a bit too tired at that point to podcast, but. Oh, Ryan, come on. We You could never do know. it. But, you know, may maybe not not a ton of people have probably listened to this song a lot, you know, kind of falls through the cracks. Uh, so I'm excited to react to this the same as you. Shout out to Bob Lanzetti, uh, who wrote this song. Uh, I'm excited to hear Simple Life. Cool how the pacing on this album kind of goes all over the place, right? Like this Yeah. isn't.
Ooh. I like this. That almost sounds like Beatles here. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like really psychedelic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bob Lanzetti. <laughs> I dig that a lot. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> that was sweet. That was really cool. That was really funky and like rock and rollish, a little like psychedelic. And yeah. One thing I loved about the show that I just saw, and I won't go too into it, but the Empire Central sounds are, are kind of dark, some of them. And like some of the songs are pretty dark and like have this big like monster sound. And that kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was definitely, cool. uh, it was. Sebastian, it was uh, May 10th, 2016, and January 1st, 2017, uh, mm. this show, uh, this show, this song was played. Um, but wow, like, great, great bring tune. Underrated. Bring, bring it, it back. back. Yeah, Listen, bring it back. 1117 was the last time Skate You was played uh, before it was busted out on this past tour. So yeah. anything can happen. Could happen. Anything can happen. Next up, uh, we've got the uh, Marcelo Wolowski comp composition, Palermo. Mm. Palermo. Um, I, I don't know if I don't, I'm don't say it like that, Ryan. Right. Just I, say Palermo. Palermo. I'm not cut yeah. out for rolling my R's properly, even no, though I, I did. I, I do know how to speak <laughs> very little French. But oh, anyway, yeah? this song, well, I'm Canadian. You learn French. Um, this was debuted on March 7th, 2016. It was played 59 times, most recently July 5th, 2022. So last year, uh, there were a couple of these tunes. This one and the next one were both played um, on their July Europe festival tour last year, which is really interesting to see kind of how they mixed up a couple of the set lists in there. But let's dive into this one. Some crazy things being played by Marcelo on this. A donkey yeah. jaw. <laughs> a donkey jaw. And claps. Also just effects. I wonder what effects. effects. <laughs> Kalimba. Tang tang maracas. This can sound more like world music again, right? Yeah. 
the way from France. That's awesome. Au revoir. Good one. <laughs> No one's credited as playing piano on this song. Yeah, I was just looking for the piano. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm looking for it. I'm like, where Probably is it? Probably Bill. That's funny. Yeah. 
really far away sounding. really beautiful. Is a neighborhood in Buenos Aires where Marcelo was from. That, I, yeah. I really like that song. I do too. There's like that tribal percussion and then it's kind of like the piano and the organ put on top of that. They're so – Snarky Puppy is so good at like putting instruments on top of each other that sound very different. Like some sound really like elegant and sophisticated and some are really like, you know, a clap or like, you know, something that's really like tribal or primitive sounding. But mm -hmm. they're able to make it work together in a way that – that I don't hear very often. Yeah. Marcelo's other composition that's on Empire Central, Portal, also has that kind of movie soundtrack feel. Mm -hmm. Very like yeah. sweeping, you know, yeah. like grand, if you will. Like, you know, Epic. like over a, over a lush landscape as the camera pans, like yeah. plays this. Totally. You know? Yeah. All it's right. Great. We've got our like... final track of the album. Our, our second last track of the day. I have a special bonus thing after this. Um, but this is... My favorite song on Culture Vulture, Big okay. Ugly, um, Michael League. There's a reason it's the closer. It's just amazing. I don't, I don't want to oversell it. Um, <laughs> criminally underplayed only 27 times from April 22nd, 2017. Last played last July, 7-11-22. Very, very underplayed. Um, it was only played once in 2019, um, you know, and then not played again until 7-11-22. Not that there were a ton of shows in between those, right. but only once in 2019, a show where they, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, I think only once, uh, a show where they played like 180 shows or something like that. Uh, and they oh, only wow. played this once. Everyone's fave. Yes, because it's <laughs> amazing. So without further ado, let's hit play. This is just a key bass song. Michael's playing key bass. Mm -hmm. 
such like a building of tension. Yeah. Percussion on it, hard too. Yeah. Effective violin. Is that what that is? That sounds cool.
<laughs> Gotta love those synths. Yeah. Layers of them. song <laughs> it's, yeah it's really romantic there's just such a soulfulness to it it's really rich i'm surprised it's not played more because there's Me a lot of like too. for everybody to kind of shine yeah blame yeah. blame michael i guess for not playing it more i don't know um it's yeah it's it's so good and i mean like you know sometimes they have the guitar take the ending solo sometimes mm. synth like so there's some there's some great versions of it, um, but yeah, man, I I absolutely love this song. That that back half when it go, you know, when it after the horn or the violin solo when it like goes down quiet with just the bass line and then builds layer upon layer. 
back up to the triumphant ending. It's just, I mean, I I love it so much. Really nice peaks at the end. Yes. So now that we've reached the end of the album, what was your favorite song? I think I'm torn between Gemini and, let me see, let me look at the other ones here. I really liked the, um, let me see. The, the, was it the Bob Lanzetti song? Oh, yeah, The Simple Life. Yeah, I really liked that one too. Yeah. And the other, um, the really quiet one. Let me look at the list here. Beatbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that one too. All right. I love it. Well, we're going to be yeah. seeing more of these songs, except for The Simple Life, of course. Um, but we're going to be seeing more of these songs as we get into the next few episodes. Um, before we go, a special treat because I realized I had this video file on my computer already. Um, the, a, a very excellent live version of grown folks that I said I was going to send you later um, that we are going to take a quick watch of now um, awesome. give you a little taste of what this song is like live this is okay. probably my second favorite version of it that I've heard just to preface my favorite we will be talking about is the bonus track in episode 6 Ooh, okay, fun. Okay. so this is from summer 2018 Festival in France. A little faster, you know? Yeah. there <laughs> a very rare flub <laughs> I love the way or- the organ sounds here Justin does a crazy run here. that's good yeah it's interesting here because this is a a tour where bobby didn't have any effects on the clav so the the clean clav sounds like it's really cool here but it's very different from the normally very distorted one yeah get some really good faces from Michael. Yeah, I love it. Also. 
Nate's contributions here are very subtle, but like the, the just the constant like tambourine really adds a nice touch to it. Yeah, it is subtle. choke excuse me for choking on my water <laughs> <laughs> this festival looks awesome by the way I want to be there yeah I mean just it's it's these European summer festivals Ugh. delicate. The build is amazing. Oh, so Sounds a bit like he's using a slide here, which is really cool. But it's just the, it's the whammy bar. Oh, I see him with it. Here's the, the Michael. Here's the dance, yeah. <laughs> to go anywhere right you know, yeah it's like taking their time well it's it's that kind of groove too it's just kind of like yeah. eh, hang out but it's like it's very subtly building yeah also shout out shout out to bobby's organ playing in this solo Just drop. 
a lot of notes. <laughs> John gets proper credit for this solo. So good. That was awesome. So good. So good. I, uh, man, I love that song. Yeah. It's really great. It's fun to see them. I love watching them play live. It's just yeah. a totally different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go, we had a question. Uh, if we're going to talk about the bonus song, Hefe, we mentioned at the beginning, I believe, um, that and the other bonus song, uh, Shark Tank, uh, we are not uh, talking about today. Those. Unfortunately, Hefe is one of those other songs that was only played live a few song uh, a few times, um, and I want to save that 
for when we do talk about it eventually, which will probably be in like season two or something, but we're going to save that because it's a pretty awesome song. And I want to save your reaction for that specific live version. Um, So that's why. And uh, shark tank um, was not on any release of the album. I think it was a separate CD um, just recorded in the same sessions, but that one was the other song played a handful of times in the fall of 2015 before the album was recorded. Hmm. Cool. Yes. So, that brings us to the end of this uh, live reaction. Thank you to all the people who have tuned in to watch. This has been a lot of fun. I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed too, Megan. Oh, I had so much fun. Yeah, thank you. I love when people are in the chat. So fun too. So thank you for watching and for commenting. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, if I take a quick look, um, we are going to be doing another one of these sometime in late June or early July okay. uh, as cool. we get ready to... Uh, dive into the next era of the band, which is the Immigrants era. So we will be doing a live listen to the full album Immigrants in a couple of months. Um, So stay tuned for that. Of course, as I mentioned a couple of times already, episode four of Things of Gold covering 11-22-15 just came out today. Uh, Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Um, It's it's a great episode uh, and a fantastic show which you can listen to mm. or purchase from nugs.net. Um, highly recommend you listen to the Disco Lingus. Yeah. To learn so more good. about what Disco Lingus is, go listen to the podcast. Nice work, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. So fun. Thank you guys so much. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your day and night or whatever time zone you may be in or whenever you may be watching or listening to this. Uh, of course, we will see you.